Hey, Hoagie's Garage. I made it. You made it. You slid in the door as I was gone. Yeah. We were cutting her a little close. Food didn't get ready on time. Hit the light. Got behind the tractor. Just everything when you're trying to get somewhere on time. So I should leave earlier, but oh well. <laughs> we hey, made it. Hey, the first thing Roger said when we called him. Right, right on, on time. time. <laughs> so we were right on time. We were right on time. Just I was I was late for myself. I prefer yeah. to be early. Yeah. But. Well, hey, my football coach at Northwestern, Bubs. If you're not ten minutes early, you're, you're late. late. It's kind of how my dad always was. Yeah. We've always been. Always wanted to be there. Didn't want to be people. Didn't want people waiting for him. He'd rather be waiting for them. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, 5.30 a.m. would be like speed work stuff. It didn't start at 5.30, Tope. He just said that. It started at 5.20. Oh, okay. So if you weren't there at 5.20, you were late. And it took you as a freshman and stuff to learn Figure to be there out. by like 5.10 or 5.15, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, so when somebody tells me 6 o'clock, I'm usually there 10 minutes early. So well, You did learn something in college then. One thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yes, we have uh, Roger Hayden on, and he is the co-owner. I think. Um, I think. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, oh, Eagle Raceway. But it might be him and his daughter, or something like that. I'm not completely sure. You should do more research before we start these shows. I do do some research, but <laughs> finding stuff about who owners are is not like the easiest. So. They like hiding stuff, yeah. I swear. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, we have Roger on, and it'll just be fun. You know, Eagle, uh, I don't know if you've ever been there. No, I've never been down there. Yeah, well, like I was, you know, I was down there a long time ago and watched the race, and, and I was there like down there last year. year. Yep. And I thought it changed a lot, so I don't know. Maybe it hasn't, but... Your memory's just maybe getting bad. Yeah, it could easily be. So <laughs> when we come back, we'll have Roger on. Hey, Toe. You know, every once in a while, I want to go to Knoxville or Pella, and I have troubles finding a place to stay. Do you have any good ideas of where a guy could stay? Heck, I'd try the Turn 2 Lodge, bud. It's a house right north of the track. I think you can probably hear the races. You ain't have to leave till the races start. Walk down. If you're in the area, whatever, visiting anything, I'd check out the Turn 2 Lodge. Find it on the Airbnb. All right, we're back at Hoagie's Garage with Roger Hayden. And Roger, you are the owner of Eagle Speedway, right? Or is it Eagle Raceway? Eagle Raceway, yep. My daughter and I, actually. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. How did how did that all come about, and how long have you owned it? Well, I raced uh, World Outlaw late miles, and I ended up, uh, renting, ended up quitting racing and about 17 years ago, and then I rented the track from... Craig Cormack, Eagle Raceway, who owned it at that point. And so I put a couple races on there. We did a topless late mile type of a deal and went to a few different tracks. And anyway, we put a couple on at Eagle. And, and then over the winter, I was driving by the track, and I noticed that there was a bunch of construction equipment, moving, earth-moving equipment out there. And I'm like, I wonder what the hell's going on here. So I called him up, and he was going to close the track down, bulldoze it down, and build condos or something. Oh, shit. <clears throat> so uh, he gave me a price to buy it, and I told him there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the starting he, point. Yeah, then he goes, well, 
maybe I can work with you. You can make payments. And then so he suckered me in. <laughs> it's a good thing you rode by, though. I mean, we'd be one less track. Yeah. Yeah, we just lost the track nine miles up the road this fall anyway. Yeah, and since since you're bringing that up, how how uh, how do you think that's going to affect you this year? I mean, yeah, I know you haven't had very many races yet, but how's I-80 not going to be open going to affect you, do you think? That's uh, definitely yet to be seen. My, my personal opinion is it won't matter a whole lot because there's still a lot of tracks in our area. So, yep. you know, the... They were kind of, it's kind of funny. They're more known as a late mile track and Eagle's more known as a sprint car track, I guess. So I think the sprint car fans will still go to Eagle just like they always did. But to get a late mile type fan to convert over to a sprint car is kind of a <laughs> chore. We've yeah. had a couple of discussions like that over the years <laughs> in the podcast too. So Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's They're both different breeds for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, to all their own. I mean, yep. they have the right to like what they like. So I'm not going to yep. lie. I'm more of a sprint car fan than a late mile, but I've been growing to like the late miles a lot more as of lately. Yep. They put on some really good shows for a while here. So, yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely do. And like I say, I was a late mile racer and I guess I'm converted to a sprint car guy now <laughs> because I mean, hell, when you look at it, I think you could probably own 10 race saver sprint cars for what one late mile costs now oh yeah i can't even imagine what the price is on them yeah. yeah i mean there's a lot of them that i mean like real late miles are shoot, 150 grand <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that would get you a few 305s <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so uh what have you all done to eagle raceway over the years i i i only bring this up because Probably when my son was like eight, in my office at school, I have a picture of him with Brian Brown, and I believe it was when the World of Outlaws were there, and so I think it was like maybe 12 years ago, but uh, I went back for the first time this last year. My son was playing basketball in Lincoln, and I had the Saturday night off. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to Eagle and (laughs) watch some races, and uh, I didn't even recognize the place. I mean, you... You have done a lot of work over there in the last few years. What what have you all done? Well, we've done a lot of stuff on the pit side more than anything, to be honest with you. I mean, the, the fan side mostly got cleaned up, organized, you know, a little better bathrooms, things like that, you know. But the, the pit area is where things really happen. I mean, the pits expanded a lot because – there's a lot of nights we'll have 150, 170 cars in the pits. So the pits got expanded. We built catwalks, um, you know, just uh, the whole pit areas, all crushed asphalt now. Uh, you know, so just mainly a lot of pit stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, make it so the driver likes to come. That makes them, makes it so you get a better show anyhow. Yeah. We've probably probably the one thing that i guess we've done is really work on like drainage for water oh yep you know we're we're the track that when every other track rains out 
the drivers start looking at us and calling and <laughs> watching our Facebook page and things like that to see, you know, are, is Eagle racing? Because we're usually the last one to, you know, if anybody can pull it off, it's generally us. Yeah. Well, more times than not, when a, when a track rains out, it's not the track so much as the pits and the parking lot and everything else. You can't get to the, you know, the track drains, it's banked, so the track will drain, but you can't get to it. Yep, that is correct. So, so we we worked on the pit area and stuff a lot. It's worked out well. I, I would say we probably get two or three races in when everybody else is canceled. Yep. You know, every year. That's awesome. That's always a good little feather to have in your hat, though, if they're going to call you when it starts raining just to see where you're at. Yep. Sometimes it makes us retarded, though. <laughs> <laughs> then we do, we do stupid shit and race when we really shouldn't be. Yeah. Like last week when it was 30 degrees. <laughs> yeah, that would have been chilly. Yeah, and 30-mile-an-hour 30, 30 wind. It was it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying that to be nice. <laughs> Hopefully the podcast went well and earned us a few bucks. <laughs> so um, if I'm thinking right do you guys do go-karts like on friday and then race the other classes on saturday and and yeah so you do that do you run two times a week is that all season then or yeah that's correct so starting this weekend will be uh carts on friday and and uh i mean that that deal's growing like crazy now too that's you know um again this with i80 being closed up the road and then there's a couple other tracks missing this year too or or kind of reorganizing and stuff so i really would be surprised if we don't have 150 go-karts a night Ooh, on friday we might so, make it to one of them bud it'll be it'll yeah. be millbridge here pretty soon yeah. we'll be racing every night of the week oh yeah we well we have way more participants than millbridge has they may not be as rich as millbridge <laughs> but we have them yeah. So how how big is the go kart track then? What's the length on that one? It's a eighth of a mile. Eighth of a mile. Okay. So it's it's kind of built to resemble the big track. Oh, it's okay. It's a downsized big track, so there's not many go kart tracks where people fight to be on the outside lane. But <laughs> it's, one, it's one they do. Yeah, that's, that's always that's always cool. That is. Yeah. You usually they try you know go kart track when you watch those guys they're all fighting. To, be running over the disc you know yep. on the inside edge and crap and you know i i have like a lane and a half on the bottom that's totally flat and then from there it has banking so oh, okay you know if you're if you're one to put around the bottom it's available but if you want to really whip around there you might try the high side and it's pretty cool to see people get spread out like that don't see many cart races that they're side by side racing so but but ours yeah. So what what are like the classes for that? Does it go by age or how do you how do you do classes with the go-karts? Yeah, there's really flat class, you know, flat go-karts and what our biggest deal is that we really push is the cage carts or champ carts. Yep. <clears throat> and uh that's that's what we push around here because we can we can make that a non-prep deal, a spec tire, a spec engine. It's sealed and inspected exactly like the race saver, you know, engines are in the sprint cars. Really kind of modeled off of the sprint car deal that we're doing with the race saver thing. No, no cheating like we used to. Well, we try not to, but they, 
<laughs> it's kind of funny that you say that because uh, so I'm the inspector and sealer on these go kart engines okay. that we run. Yep. And the other tracks in the area decided they were going to run the same rules as we run, so they want the engines to be inspected now. Holy crap, there was days in my shop that I would have 90 engines sitting there just spread out all over. Now those 90, there'd be 50 illegal ones. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, that's so, just part of racing. You got to try and yeah. get away with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. So it's kind of cool now that all the tracks are kind of on the same rules, too. Now, well, so. that that helps for the, the car count, too, then, or the cart count, however I, you want to say so. Yeah, I mean, we've always had somewhere in the 80, 90 area, but I think we're going to be well over 100 this year. That's cool. That, that's our future, man. And, you know, if we if we can't come up with some way to create participants or fans, yeah. you know, we're going to be, you know, as racetracks, we're going to be SOL here yeah. pretty quick. The guys that are racing now are going to get old eventually, and then they're going to quit. So you need somebody to replace them. Yeah. And I, I would say I probably get two or three carters that move up to some form of saturday night racer every year yeah well that's outstanding actually i mean that's that's yeah. really good well, that's the best way to do it actually i would think yeah yep so. all yeah. right and hey. as far as the racetrack doesn't you know pays a trophy so yeah i mean other than i gotta work my tail off it's it's about i would say 10 times harder to prepare a go-kart track than the big one big track oh really yeah, I mean, when you think about it, there's no suspension. You get some no, little no. pimples out there, man. Yeah. That thing you feel sucks. every bump in them, that's for sure. <laughs> that little yeah, bit of we, I don't even know if we had padding in our seat. Yeah, we did. We had a cover we took in and out. So. We got five-year-olds going 45 mile an hour on go-karts now, <laughs> so you don't re exactly want to walk out on the track. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Roger, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right. Have a good time. Hey, Bud, when I talk about wrapping something, what do you think of? Uh, Christmas presents? Well, that's true, but that's not what I'm talking about here. See, every day you go to Octane, Inc., it does kind of feel like Christmas. It's not the same kind of wrapping, but, man, it's like getting a present every time you go there. These guys wrap everything. Snowmobiles, UTVs, golf carts, race cars, trailers. To be honest, if it moves, they can probably wrap it. You know what? It doesn't even have to move till they wrap my ping pong table into the Iowa Hawkeye football field, and it looks amazing. That is true. I guess they also do hoodies, T-shirts, and hats, and other accessories. Bud, what the heck are you doing now? Well, you never know. Maybe Brett wants to pick up some other kind of wrapping. I don't think that's going to happen, but if you want to give him a call in T, South Dakota, it's Octane, Inc., 605-213-8343. Again, that's 605-213-8343. All right, we're back at the garage. Um, now, it seems like that's almost got to be a perfect location when you're at, right, between Lincoln and Omaha. I mean, you should have lots of fans to draw from for, you know, just the amount of people in the area. Yeah, that part's pretty cool because if we don't get fans you know i suck you know either i didn't promote right or the weather went to crap or you know there's various things but you know it's cool to have the ability to have that you know possible amount of people to draw from but it's also a, a double-edged sword because you also have so many events going on on saturdays you know everybody's yep. getting married and graduations and 
uh, you know, concerts, you, you name it. Stuff. There's always stuff on Saturday, so you better have a pretty good product to convince people to, that they need to be there. Well, you're diehard race fans. They don't get married during the summer months. You got to get married before or after race season or uh, – Yeah, you think there's still some of them around, diehard <laughs> race fans or what? I'm assuming there's a few of us yet. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, we don't promote to the diehard race fans very much. <laughs> no, you just to need to party, get the other ones. animals. Yeah, absolutely. That, so. that is one thing about our track. I mean, it's, it's I would say, not very diehard-ish type fans. It's it's probably more the hangout party and, you know, because you can stand behind the, the seats, behind the grandstands and, and watch the races. You can be in a line to get food and watch the races. You can go be in line to go to the bathroom and watch the races. So, I mean, the racing's probably interfering with the people partying more than anything. <laughs> well, as long as they're partying at your racetrack, that's a win for you. Yeah, now that he says that, I think, if I remember right, when I was there last year, the announcers, every time there's a, a caution, they like you know, something cans up and everybody has to take a drink or I don't Yeah, raise them up, take a drink. There you go. That's <laughs> Oh so, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but hey, you know, get the fans there and have a good time. That's what it's all about. We, so. I think we should make it a, a weekend bucket list thing to go down there for the Friday and Saturday show, watch the go karts too. Well, we're gonna get to the three oh five nationals here in a sec. We'll talk about that. Okay. Well we gotta do that too. Uh, you, Man, you we're guys, gonna be busy. <laughs> yeah, so, you, you guys you guys are actually the guys who piss me off. No, jeez. Oh, yeah. Nice job, Bud. Well, Bud did it, not know, me. You, you know why you piss me off? No. So I own I own Race Saver. Okay. So all you people who call it 305s are demeaning the class, in my opinion. Well, we're not, learning not things that again. You're trying to, or or whatever. I'm just saying, if if we called it race saver more and not 305s, the the common fan, not not the diehard, but the common fan who walks through the gate would see a. a this crazy ass looking fucking eighteen hundred or fifteen hundred pound thing with a big ass wing on it. Yeah, they wouldn't know if it's a world outlaw car or a race saver car. That is true. But when you say it's a three hundred five, now all of a sudden, well, what's the other guys got? Well, they got a four ten. Oh, holy shit, that's the good ones. You know. <laughs> okay, we'll have to work on that, bud. Hey, yeah, I don't recall I saying three hundred five. I think we've been saying race saver all night. I, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Oh, but, but anyhow, what, what are some of your plans this year? Uh, do you have some big events, um, besides the, the nationals, but what, what do you have kind of just so people know about it? So we do have a high limits race, June 6th. Yep. <clears throat> and that's on a Tuesday and, uh, pretty cool deal. Um, got, uh, Kyle Larson and them are going to be here and there's a good chance that some of the uh, all-star guys will be here also because they took that week that those days off to make sure that they could be here. So, I mean, pretty good chance that there'll be, uh, a good I, I would say seven, they're, they're saying 70 or 80. Ooh, wow. more than they're thinking. Are you going to have a support class with that or just, just those guys? I don't. I think the guys who don't make the A feature will be the support class that day. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> All those I got to race in to even make the heat races. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's. I think it'll be pretty interesting. Um. You know that. There you go. See, I'm. I'm the devil again because I. I didn't book a world outlaw race for quite a few years because you know they were bringing six eight cars. Yeah. You know? Yep. <clears throat> and then we had to scrounge around to find the rest. Yep. So this this uh, deal came along with the high limits thing, and and they ran whatever they ran last year, just a few races, and then they called me and they're like, you know what, if if you run uh, the high limits deal at Eagle Raceway, we'll we'll try to book a whole bunch of races this year, quite a few races, and we got a plan, and we want to work with you and this and that. So pretty pretty cool that Eagle Raceway was important enough to them guys to put us on the list that they wanted to be at that that is going to be a great show yeah because that's a super fun track to watch them on oh man yeah so yeah. I, I like the short tracks i'm not into them half milers <laughs> yeah. So, yeah well they'll be side by side guaranteed yeah and in lap traffic in three laps possibly that was you the know. downfall of last night's race there was a caution just when they get to lap traffic they yeah. get the caution last night and that the end of it got kind of good because they finally got the lap traffic. But So, besides the high limit, do you have anything until the Race Saver Nationals? No, I'm, I'm kind of a weekly type of a track, to be honest with you. Yep. My, my balls don't drop down very far. <laughs> <laughs> money doesn't grow on trees around me. I work every day of my life, so it better be a pretty damn good thing to to be on the eagle raceway schedule and pretty much that high limits race and then the race saver nationals at the end of the year is our our biggest events otherwise it's pretty much weekly weekly race and week in week out so talk about the the race saver nationals what what uh what all goes on there and how many days is it and everything else how many cars do you normally get so it's labor day weekend every year starts on thursday uh, actually starts on Wednesday, we have tech. Every car that participates has to go through a tech procedure. So starting Wednesday, we start tech. Usually it's the local people and, uh, you know, the really out-of-town people who come early. Yep. Uh, we'll roll through tech. We'll usually roll about 50 to 60 cars through tech on Wednesday, and then we'll do another 70, 80 on, on uh, Thursday. And uh, we start racing on Thursday, and we don't stop till Sunday. So now, usually, you know, somewhere in the, you know, over a hundred cars, and all those cars. What's different is most the tracks that have a good amount of cars, like as an example, Knoxville. Yep. They they split them in half. You know, so you might have thirty five, forty on one night, thirty five, forty on another. Sure. Our hundred and. 20, 30, 40 cars race every night. Oh, really? Wow. And uh, generally we're done by 10, 30, 11 o'clock. That's impressive. And start at what time? 6.30-ish. Wow. You push them through. Yep. That's so, a, lot of, a lot of sprint cars getting pushed around and making things happen. Yeah. So being as we were talking earlier about the cheaters and the go-karts, when you're teching like on – Wednesday already then, and there's somebody that decides that they're not legal and they don't pass, do they get a chance to fix it or are they just done? Yeah, they get a chance to fix okay. it. Okay, and just come back can, through tech again? 
Yep, get in, get in line. I mean, there's usually 20 cars in line at all times. Sure. There, so they got to go to the end of the line, start over. And, uh, um, I mean, it happens. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And it, it, to be honest with you, it's generally, I mean, the first year we did the Nationals, so this is, I don't even know how many years, 10 years I think we've done it. And uh, <clears throat> the first year, it was a cluster. <laughs> I mean, so many things wrong, and uh, they didn't realize that they were going to be tech beforehand. I mean, they knew, but they didn't realize that it'd be as in depth as it was. And uh, I think over the years, the words got out: when you show up to this race, you better have your shit together because you know you don't you're, you're going to get a bunch of chances to race, but you're only going to get so many chances to roll through the tech area yep. and have your stuff right. Yeah. Eventually, time runs out in the tech area, so if you don't so, make it, you don't make it. So let me yeah. ask you this, though. So you, you tech them on Wednesday. How do you know by Friday they're not cheating again? Uh, they always get re-teched. Everybody who makes the feature gets re-teched, and the entire feature of each night there's a feature, qualifying feature, and those those guys will get teched also, and we tech all different things sure. every night. So. Oh, that's good. Just that's... randomly check different things so they don't know what to what to cheat on and what not to. Correct. <laughs> so yeah, there's been, I mean, there's been disqualifications even after the features. Oh yeah. I mean, we had uh, so the, the rules are no, uh, no titanium rotating outside of an inch and a half radius. So there was a guy got caught with uh, titanium bolts in the in the U bolt or in the U joint. Okay. Well, that was outside of the inch and a half. So. Got disqualified. Didn't make the didn't make the feature, the main feature that night on the qualifying night. So he had to start all over again. <laughs> well, like I said, that just seems to be part of it. Oh, yeah. Man. So now that you know, with the high limits coming, do do you ever plan or hope to get the World Outlaws back at some time, or haven't thought about oh, that boy. yet? Here's here's where shit gets controversial. Uh oh. <laughs> I I believe. The World Outlaws has trouble at this point and will have a hard time selling their product. Okay. I think their product will be a secondary product to the high limits, guys. Well, for the number of cars they've gotten so far at the two races they've run this year. Yeah. I, I don't think they'll ever gain any. I mean, hell, this is plenty. If they, you know, if they get, if they have a full field of cars, I'm pretty damn happy. Yeah, uh, and they'll certainly have that plus a lot more. And over the years, I I think this thing's gonna be the replacement of the World Outlaw deal. Yeah. Wow, the time World will Outlaws, tell. So kind of a bold Outlaws, statement, but I like it. <laughs> World Outlaws gets to sell the name World Outlaws. Yeah. Do they get to sell car counts? Nope. Do they get to sell? Uh, Name drivers, not necessarily like the high limits has. Yeah. So I don't know what they're selling anymore. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, before we get to the rapid fire questions, is there anything else you want to bring up about Eagle? Um, you know, what anything? Uh, we're always streaming. Uh, every race is streamed on IMCA TV. So if you ever want to watch, you can always watch and uh, just come see us sometime. You'll 
you'll be entertained. It's guaranteed. <laughs> well, that's Bud's good. been entertained once, so we may have to go down there again sometime. Well, I'm going to be down there again May 13th because my son plays basketball, basketball again. Lincoln again. So, <laughs> but I already got it planned out. Yeah. Uh, so, what's uh, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, I don't eat ice cream. There you go. Are you a cat or dog person? Dog. Um, do you have time to have any hobbies outside of racing? Girlfriend. There you go. That, that takes up time, plenty of it, I'm sure. <laughs> um, how about, a, well, I should ask, does she like racing? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a plus. Yeah, um, she's, a, she's a keeper, for th- sure. There you go. How about a favorite movie? Days of Thunder. Uh, snow or rain guy? Snow. Uh, if you're going to be stranded on an island, is there a certain kind of music you'd want to take with you? 80s rock. Oh, yeah, boy. That's, that's perfect for me. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have a favorite place to go out and eat? Yep, there's a Mexican joint in Omaha that's awesome. Fernando's. All right. Remember that when you're down there, bud. Yeah. Yep. Omaha. I'm gonna be in Lincoln. Drive over uh, there. No. Oh, okay. People. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta realize our town's 250 people, so I really don't care for going to Omaha or Lincoln. But damn kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. How about a favorite holiday? Fourth of July. I like blowing shit up. There you, there you go. go. It's always fun. Do you have an app on your phone that you use the most? Uh, probably my investment app because we got to figure out how to pay for this damn racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you were a racer at one time. So something that we always kind of ask is how many speeding tickets do you have? I have won my entire life. Oh, oh my gosh, God. That's, that's awesome. That's got to be about a record. Yeah, I was pulling a race car trailer with a race car on it, heading, uh, I just picked up a car and was heading home with it to race it that same night, and I had to put a motor in yet, so I was, I actually was in an enclosed trailer, and I had, uh, my dad was in the trailer finishing bolting up the motor so I could race it that night. <laughs> I got pulled over doing 120 mile an hour on, uh, I think it was on Interstate 80. <laughs> Pulling a car going 120. That's... Yeah, with, with my dad in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good thing it was. That's not OSHA approved, I'm sure. But... <laughs> Did yeah. the cop know dad was back there? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, luckily, he was smart enough to stay in the trailer and knew something was going on, and I'd come get him if there was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and be quiet while you're in there. Don't be getting the hammer out, beat on nothing. Yeah, don't start the car or something. <laughs> <laughs> so you've obviously gone 120 on the highway. What, what's the fastest you've gone down the highway, or is that the fastest? Uh, when I was a kid, I did a lot of stupid crap. <laughs> there were- I had some friends who had some pretty nice cars. I think the fastest I probably ever went was in a, I don't even know what it was, maybe a 70 Charger or something like that. Okay. First motor I ever built, and it was for a friend of mine, and we ran like 100, I don't know, I think 
150 and he was riding with me <laughs> we, <laughs> we we hit a bump and uh we were like sideways multiple directions and just hanging on my, my butthole was so tight i don't think you could have put a needle in it <laughs> sucked right down to the seat huh <laughs> yep <laughs> but didn't didn't uh, didn't crash though didn't crash but i don't know how <laughs> <laughs> my gosh, that's crazy. There's a mystery. Uh, back he never rode with me again, neither. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> but evidently the motor ran well. Yep, ran okay. <laughs> oh. um, <clears throat> what's your favorite thing to drink? Jack and Dr. Pepper. There you go. Oh, Jack and Dr. Pepper, that's a little different. Yeah. You know, yep. Jack and Coke is you know, more common. but. Yep, I, got, I, I need some sweetness. Yeah. Drivers, drivers all hate me, so they gotta. They want me to sweeten up, probably. There you go. Well, you can't be well liked by everybody when you're the owner, promoter, and everything. You got to create yeah. a few issues once in a while. You can't. Yep. You gotta keep saying you're the bad guy, but freaking cars keep showing up, so you can't be that bad of a guy, Roger. <laughs> well, I could give you a couple names. You could ask. <laughs> <laughs> See what answer you get. Probably wouldn't be the same. Uh, well, a couple over all the years, that ain't bad. <laughs> um, if if you could, if money was no object, you won the lottery, whatever, is there always that one car that you wish you could have owned? Uh, actually, if I won the lottery, I'd give you the racetrack, and then I would own a sprint car. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Oh, that sounds good. Um, hey, thanks so much, and we wish you guys the best down there. Um, you know, it, it should be a, a great year, I hope, for you guys. Yep. All, all we got to do is get Mother Nature to work with us, and we're golden. Yeah, she, she, absolutely. She's been a little bit of a pain in the backside this spring so far. Yep, been chilly. Yep. <laughs> Eventually, though, it'll be hot, and then I'll be grumbling about that, too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, you know, only drink so much beer when it's 110 out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roger, if you'd stay on one sec, and I'll be when we're done here. All right. All right. Thanks again for being on. Yeah. Hey, bud, tell me a little bit about TPR Carts. Well, Tob, they're out in PA, and they make the best American-made pit carts, pit boxes, and self-lifting carts. They also have a bunch of parts for you and tools. But I also saw they just started their own powder coating. So now they do all their own in-house powder coating of their carts. Plus, if they're willing to powder coat your own stuff. If you've got products of your own that you want to send to them, just ship it to them. They'll powder coat it and they'll send it right back to you. Again, this is TPR Carts at tprcarts.com, on Facebook at Tanner Phillip Racing, or just give Rich a call on his cell, 717-422-0866. Again, 717-422-0866. Hey, Tobe, he was pretty good. Yeah, you were right. He made changes. He made some changes, yeah, mainly to the pit area stuff. Yeah. I just thought there was a little bit more done with bleachers and updating those. But... Maybe I didn't walk around much when we were there the first time. You Possible. Know? Found a seat and so, stayed. Yeah, you know. You were by yourself but, the last time, so then you paid more attention. Yeah, yeah, it was just me, and I walked around more and took it all in and went from end to end and looked around, and it was a lot of fun. It's a, 
it's a great track. I mean, honestly, I it's not a whole lot different than like a Husets. Yeah. In my mind, you know, it's short, it's small, high banked. Um, I think both corners are a little bit different. So kind of like Husets, they're not yep. the same either. So yeah. But like I said, I I wouldn't be opposed to making it a two day trip. Yeah. Well, June sixth, I'd love to go down to High Limits there. Yeah. Yeah. You get Wednesday off. I'll take Wednesday off. I don't care. I got a government <laughs> job. You're off anyhow. I am by then. So hopefully thank you're goodness. Off by then. Unless it starts snowing again. <laughs> don't, you, know, you never know. You never know around here, so, but, but anyway. No, I, so so happy for, you know, owners to take time and oh, yeah. you know, just talk with us and yep. let us know what's going on at the track. And uh I seriously when I was there it it was a big party. I mean the crowd was just having a blast. So, and that's what racing should yeah. be, you know? So We don't need to be there grumbling all the time. No, no. So, but we wish them nothing but the best. Yep. Hopefully they have tons of cars, tons of people, and hopefully we get down there. Yeah, we'll see what we can do.